0: Hello, y'all. My guest today has spent over 10 years working and changing and making her mark in the beauty industry. She has collaborated with some of the biggest beauty brands in the industry. In 2020, she launched her very own successful lifestyle brand, Forever Mood. Did I mention she won an NAACP Image Award for YouTuber of the Year, WWD's Influencer of the Year, and was a nominee for the People's Choice Awards Best Influencer. Please help me welcome. Jacqueline Lanier. Oh, my
1: God. Olai
0: Wola. Oye Shola. Boleyimi Aina. Ladies and gentlemen. How did you memorize that? Jackie Aina. Oh, I'm so glad that's over. (laughs) I was working all night on pronouncing your name correctly. I had it looped over and over and practiced it. And then
1: guess what? When I get married, it gets longer because I'm keeping Ina. <laughs> and Ina's going to be a middle name. So then it'll be Ina Asamwa.
0: Oh. That'll
1: be a whole different train. By, I then, I
0: would, <laughs> by then I'll be trained. So first, before we begin, tell us about your name. I, I, I learned it, and it has mm-hmm. so much meaning that really is impactful with how yes, your life has turned yes. out. So That's please explain the meaning. That's a very yeah. important
1: thing because Nigerians take names very seriously mm-hmm. and so when a child is born there's like a whole thing there's like a naming ceremony and the family gets together and decides like what are we going to name this child and what is the intention behind this name so for example my last name Aina, and in Yoruba is actually pronounced like more like I know, mm-hmm. and it means man born with an umbilical cord wrapped around his neck because oh. that's quite literally probably like what was going on like when that happened Got it. so got it. my name <laughs> <sighs> I'm very pleased to announce all of my <laughs> names literally translate to wealth. So I'm a virtue of wealth. I am surrounded by wealth. Um, that's kind of like the general consensus. Like, I mm-hmm. guess my parents really just wanted me to do well. So, I'm like, all right. Okay. What better way to like li- quite literally name me that? Yeah. But um, it's really cool because like a lot of times you don't know where your name. I don't, I don't know what Jacqueline means. Right. It's like probably French, but like I don't know the, the meaning behind that. Mm-hmm. So it is cool to like have that to lean into and say, like, this is what my name means.
0: I love that. You know, caretaking with names, and then you, like, actually walking that path. So it's like your parents took the time to be intentional about your name, mm-hmm. and then you fulfilled that destiny. You know, it's not just like, hey, what's your name? Kevin. All right, cool. <laughs> my mom literally heard my name on a commercial while watching a soap opera, and she was like, great name. So,
1: I mean, there's nothing wrong with that either. No, Jackie, I, I want, I want walking in well.
0: <laughs> Kevin Allen.
1: I mean, I'm sure you're not doing too bad. You
0: know, what? Well, God is blessed. You Amen. know, we are, we are. So what was it like growing up with an American mom and a Nigerian father? How, how was that experience?
1: So I know that, like, okay, if Patreon is a safe space, then I feel safe sharing this. <laughs> but it literally honestly felt like seeing two different, like, like almost like an interracial couple mm-hmm. because they were that different. Really? And I didn't get it. Like when you're young, you don't get it. Like the difference between like race and ethnicity. When you're a kid, like you don't under, you don't have those conversations. Mm-hmm. So i would be like, why are you saying this stuff? and Why is she saying this stuff? And why are he acting like this? And why is she acting like this? And why are he expecting this? And y'all not on the same page. I'm confused. Y'all not on the same page. First of all, I'm, my parents should not have been married. That's the first <laughs> thing. They should not have been married and they're not married anymore. But yeah, it was night and day, like mm. very, very different. Um good ways and sometimes not so good ways. They Got just it. weren't a lot of times they were not on the same page about a lot of things and it was very evident mm-hmm. culturally that they were very 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 different. But it was it's not to say one is better than the other sure. um, at all cuz I think sometimes a lot of times people get that as like a oh well you th-, it's like no 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 it's just they were that different. Like they were literally that different. Yeah. And it was a cultural thing. It wasn't like a personality like I like sports. I don't like it wasn't stuff like that. It yeah. was like y'all are not like Oh, like
0: core being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm.
1: Exactly. It was very, very, very different.
0: So you are one of seven children and you're the oldest. Yeah. How was that in your life?
1: We need support groups. (laughs) No, Nigerian daughters, eldest Nigerian daughters need support groups.
0: Okay, why so?
1: It's a lot. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of like everybody's looking to you so, to set the path, be the example. Like, I'm not even just saying, like, I'm joking, but I'm almost kind of not joking. Like, right. it's a lot of pressure. It mm-hmm. really is. You have to excel academically. You have to be the example for your siblings. You have to almost be sort of like a second mom. And, like, mm. doing all of that in your adolescence is not easy.
0: Right. You didn't, what, what's the age difference between you and your siblings?
1: So my youngest brother is 20.
0: Wow. Wow. So, so y'all are me, right back, back to back to back.
1: Yeah, kind of. So it's me, 34. My other sister, 33. My other brother, brother, 29. My sister, I don't know. She's probably like 26. <laughs> back back. My other sister, 24. My other brother just turned 21 this weekend. And then my youngest brother's 20. Wow. Yeah. So you were, you were
0: raising. With.
1: Pretty much, yes. Kids not
0: that much younger than you.
1: Yes. <laughs> like when I was in high school, they were toddlers.
0: Wow. Not all of them, but yeah, like, yeah. my
1: youngest, youngest, it's like, okay, I can't go out because mom's working. Dad's mm. working. I got to babysit. Who going to cook? <laughs> I don't know how to cook. Here's a baloney. Okay, <laughs> get the frying pan. I hate cooking. <laughs> I, hate, I hate cooking. Is that and why I'm you so, don't have to? No, <laughs> I don't like, I don't like. And a, I think a part of it is kind of rebellious because Nigerian right. women are supposed to be like made in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm just like, no, I don't like cooking you cook you're hungry go open the fridge and make it your damn self I don't like being it feels I know some people that comes to some people naturally yeah. but cooking feels like a chore and you know what it is it's because they would always make fun of me because I was not into it mm-hmm. and they'd be like oh you're useless <laughs> and so I would literally I tied my worthiness to like what I could do in the kitchen so because I feel like I'm more than what I could do in the kitchen I it's a I think it messed with me Got psychologically
0: it. so now, now that's not a part of your no. life on a day to day basis. no <laughs>
1: Chef Ayo says hi, by the way. She's out oh, of the house.
0: Oh, she's great. I know. Oh, life changing. You can't,
1: how do you go back from that? You don't. You don't tasted her food. I,
0: I listen. I think finally of it. I'm time like, to time. If
1: you're not gonna do that. What do you want me to do? Don't
0: even bother. Yeah. So tell me about La Salette. Oh my God. Have mm-hmm. yeah, you did your Research. Marquita Bradley producing. She okay. does the research.
1: Get some goals. Oh yeah, we do that work. Good, hard-hitting questions. Yes, too. we're taking. Look at this, Jackie. <laughs> I like Tony. Random. We art. are serious here. This is Jacianna.
0: By the way, this is just Patreon early. This is going out to the world. Period. That's okay. Fine. <laughs> you
1: know, whatever you Google about me is there because I put it there.
0: Well, we're going to talk mm-hmm. about that later. Because hold that. Hold that thought.
1: <laughs> so I went to La Salette elementary slash middle school because mm-hmm. I'm from La Puente. I'm from San Gabriel Valley. And most of the time, I was like the only black girl in my class. Mm-hmm. And then all of the other, not only in the class, but like in the school, like the only black people that were at that school were usually like my siblings or like a cousin. <laughs> like it was like we were the only people <laughs>
0: I thought you were going to say my friends. No, no, my relatives. it was
1: like my actual siblings because La Puente is predominantly, like, Latin, Mm -hmm. Mexican, El Salvadorian, so we were always, like, outnumbered, but it was fine. Like, nobody really bothered me. It was was cool. So what
0: were you like as a student? Were you shy, outspoken? Oh,
1: very, 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 like, I'm just here for the grades. Really? I was not pretty. I was... Kind of ugly, actually. I had a big forehead. <laughs> <laughs> kind of ugly, Jackie. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't grow. I didn't really, like, grow into my facial features till I was, like, maybe 15. Mm. But, um, yeah, I was just, like, kind of, like, awkward. Mm. I feel like most kids are absolutely not right now because y'all are, like, contouring at 11. It's getting <laughs> scary. But, yeah, I was just, like, every average Lanky, mm-hmm. awkward kid. Didn't really. I wasn't popular. I wasn't like really? a scenic. No. And when I look at like the one thing that I did do, and I admire about myself now, looking back, is I loved fashion when I was young. Mm-hmm. Love. Fashion. And my mom was a seamstress, so she would make our outfits. And I used to just wear the most. Why would you wear that? But like, I didn't care because like it was me, and I yeah. think that was like my personality. Early on, manifesting itself into like who I am now because yeah. I'm a very like okay if you don't like it that's your own problem I'm gonna wear it like I, I love really that care. about you Even I take I, that from
0: you too I'll be like man Jackie don't care I'm a not care
1: I'm mean, because like why would I care you know what <laughs> I mean? like why because I just feel like if you didn't like buy the outfit like why do you care if I'm right. wearing it you know yeah, I agree but yeah I don't know why it was like. I wasn't, like, this super confident. I wasn't. I was just, like, a normal, like, whatever kid.
0: So you grew into the person we see on yeah, camera yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, for sure. Now, is it true that you attended three different high schools?
1: Technically, yes. Mm-hmm. Technically, yes. So did I. So you did. I
0: really did. Ninth grade in uh, uh, North Carolina, went to All-Britain. Uh, and in tenth grade, I was in El Paso, Texas, mm-hmm. and in eleventh grade, I was in Washington, where I'm are Melissa. Like all all different... over the United States. That's one's a military be even base. More... Yeah, oh, one's wow. a military base. One's 95 percent Mexican, and then one is predominantly
1: white. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's psychological. <laughs> that's, that's that's hard. Yeah, I went to three high But it wasn't the same. It was it was different circumstances for me. So you were a military kid, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the first. I did a semester, summer school semester, at like this super, I don't know, for lack of better words, like Wilson High School. If you guys are from San Gabriel Valley, then you know Wilson is Mm -hmm. like, Wilson, you go to Wilson, ooh, you go to Wilson, (laughs) you go to Wilson. So, you know, Nigerians take academics very, very, very highly. Yeah. So they really wanted me to go to Wilson because like Wilson was like the school where you went to like go to like down the path of college and all that stuff. And so I was just like, I don't want to go here. I don't want to go here. Like, I was just like not into it. So I spent like one summer school semester there and somehow, some way, convinced my parents to let me go to La Puente High School where Mm -hmm. all my friends were going. So I spent up until senior year at La Puente Mm -hmm. and then senior year, they were like, okay, we're going to move. And I was like, okay, where are we going to move? And then we moved to the Inland Empire. Mm -hmm. So we moved to Corona my senior year. So I spent half my senior year I literally did my full four years at La Puente, but then halfway through senior year, we moved and I transferred to Norco High. Now, the really sticky situation about changing high schools was I dropped out of high school my sophomore year because my parents split up and we were homeless. We were living in shelters at this time. Mm. And it was like six months. Oh, wow. So I had barely made it back into reintegrating at La Puente because- they knew the situation, like, you know, it was like a whole thing. Like, my parents had yeah. to explain the situation, what was going on. They ended up getting back together, even though they shouldn't have. Um, <laughs> yes, that is a drag. And we started back school, and they, we somehow made it work, and I was going to graduate on time. But when I changed schools, they were like,
0: well. Oh, you got to start all over explaining we, everything. We, we,
1: what is this? What's this? <laughs> so we were like, so, you know, like, we kind of, we had to do this thing. Like, we dropped out, And they were like, yeah, you're not going to graduate high school. I don't know what to tell you, you're not going to graduate high school. So I was like, yeah, all right, bet. I don't feel like looking at y'all no more. So I will, I will, cro- I will <laughs> memorize the books. I'm not staying, I just couldn't. Yeah. I was like, I'm not staying here. Long story short, I ended up graduating on time and getting the senior of the year scholarship with honors, by the way. And I did graduate, but it was like hell or high water. It's, it's either me or you and it ain't gonna be you. I'm not <laughs> staying here another year. <laughs> So, yeah, that was, that was, but it was kind of annoying, like, leaving my, my friend's senior year, because mm-hmm. it was like, what the heck?
0: And at that, that time like? in high school, your friends are such a big part of, like, mm-hmm. your life and how you see yourself, so to just drop out of that, I mean, drop, you know, move out of that, it yeah. had to be a lot.
1: But you know what's so crazy? is like, when you're at that age, it seems so, like, gut-wrenching, mm-hmm. but, like, you I, I don't know about you. I don't really talk to people from No.
0: I had the same thought the other day. Like you think in high school this is it. It's like And then that's you move on from high school, you're like, You never see these people. Most you of the people never you never see, see them them. again, especially like me if you move, that's it. You know, you I move know. not even out of the state, just move to a different part of your city, you're different like
1: county. And different. you're out.
0: And you were were you a tutor?
1: I was. Yes, I was a um what what great? I think they were in elementary. I was an elementary school babysitter and I was tutor them kids was bad. I hope <laughs> they remember it. Them kids was... Oh, my God. I thought my siblings were a lot. I swear, that little boy was like Sid from Toy Story. <laughs> he was... But they were, like, so, like, sweet because you knew they weren't, like, intentionally bad. They were just like, oh, this is, this is different. Yeah. Because they were white kids, too. And, yeah. you know, it's a different, like... It's different,
0: very different. There's <laughs> different cultures, like you were talking about.
1: <laughs> I was like, you just... Say that to your mama. <laughs> All right, I'm going to head out. <laughs> Grabs Jan sport backpack. <laughs> mama, I'm going to head out. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> out of my pay grade. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun, though. That was fun.
0: So tell me, was, I've read that, that fashion is your first love more than mm-hmm. makeup even was. Is that
1: mm-hmm. true? Yeah.
0: And is that, that is. from your mom making the clothes and all I of that? I think so,
1: yeah, because she would make all of our clothes because obviously we didn't have no money. Mm-hmm. So we would, like my earliest memories of like spending time with her would be like spending hours at Joanne's fabric store. We would just mm-hmm. be in there. She'd be picking out patterns and fabric, and she sews her Bleep off, like mm. she is good. Yeah, and she gets the like industrial machines. She don't get them little. Oh, started, really? She gets like the industrial machines, and like she's so. And these are machines she's had for like decades. She made my prom dress. She would make like all of our school picture day outfits. Wow. Everything. Wow.
0: Mm-hmm. Now most of us know you from makeup, but before we get to the mogul, because mm-hmm. you're a mogul to me. I'm a big Jackie <laughs> fan. My wife put me on to you. There you go, Melissa. Period. Single. My wife Melissa put me on to Jackie Anna. Hey, okay. Uh, Tell us about Kevin Aquan.
1: Kevin Aquan walked so Jackie Ina could run.
0: Oh, really? Yes,
1: I love Kevin Aquan. So when I was in like high school and I wasn't really wearing makeup in high school, but I was very, I was very intrigued by it. Mm -hmm. I think it might have been college. I I think it might have been college. I don't remember if it was high school or college. But anyway, it was when I was young. Honey, I couldn't afford to buy books like. He would make these makeup, like, pictorial books. So Mm. way, way, way before YouTube, it was, like, a thing where, like, a popular makeup artist, like a Kevin Aquan or... Oh, context, by the way. For those of you guys that don't know who Kevin Aquan is, he is a celebrity makeup artist. Um, He used to work with, like, Janet Jackson, all the 90s supermodels. Like, he was just, like, huge, 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 Mm -hmm. huge. But anyway, um, he had these books, and he would have, like, pictorials of how to do makeup, whereas, you know, now we have things like... YouTube, yeah, more spoiled. (laughs) But back then, I couldn't afford these books, so I would go to like Barnes & Noble's, or I would go to like Borders, and I would just like read his books, read his books, and I'd be in there for hours just like memorizing techniques, taking notes. Really? You couldn't take the books home? That was a library but no no card. What library was you? (laughs) I was not going to have no Karen Kwan books in my (laughs) local library. Don't say you're
0: using Barnes & Noble's as a library.
1: I would use it. Well, a lot of people did that back then. Yeah. You would see people like Sitting on the floor reading books. Mm -hmm. I would do that. And I, when I was in high school, was such a nerd. I used to just, I'm I'm not even exaggerating. I was going through like four books a week. Really? I swear to you. People would be like, why are you always reading books? I'm like, do you know what my home life is like? Don't (laughs) understand. Leave me alone. (laughs) It's traumatizing. (laughs) So I would like lock myself in the closet and just read. Like I used to just read and read and read every Harry Potter book. Please give me two days. Every single one. Two days? maybe maybe three or four i'm that serious. Wow. like all those books and and if it was a series even better because then i could like binge read you know back then right now we got netflix but back then honey i'm binge <laughs> reading a book baby <laughs> giving me your pages honey i used to love me some books so yeah it was nothing for me to go to a barnes and nobles pull a book sit in a corner sit on the floor be there for literally two hours memorizing wow. reading
0: wow and that did that lead you to spectra as well
1: um, Spectra became a so Spectra is a I guess you can say like before there was Reddit, there was Spectra. Mm. But Spectra was more about makeup only. It wasn't yeah. like generalized topics like Reddit is. So before I started my YouTube channel, I started being like a Spectra girl. And <laughs> I love Spectra because it was like that community. Yeah. It was a forum. So um and a lot of people would go on Spectra to find tips on how to get hired to work for Mac. So Got that's it. why I joined because I was like, I want to work for Mac too. Mm-hmm. And then I heard about what Spectre was and it was like, oh, this is lit. Like yeah. people are chatting, people are posting their looks. It was really fun. <laughs>
0: so, want to take a quick break from the show to tell you that this podcast is sponsored by
1: better help
0: online therapy. Okay. Look, we talk about better a lot on the show. And this month we're discussing some of the stigmas around mental health. You know, what? interesting Actually, do my therapy right here where I'm sitting. Usually, I go to the office and do these ads, but today I just didn't feel like it. But when I'm at home on BetterHelp doing my online therapy once a week, I sit right here on my Zoom. Okay, so listen to me, man. Some people think you should wait until things are unbearable to go to therapy, but it isn't true. Therapy is a tool to utilize things before it gets worse, and maybe you can avoid those lows. Many people think therapy is for so called crazy people. But therapy doesn't mean something's wrong with you. It means you recognize that all humans have emotions and we need to learn to control them, not avoid them. I go to therapy um, on Mondays. I sit right up in here. And even if I don't have the sky is falling in my life or things going wrong, we sit up here and talk and I just feel better. I, I just feel good. Now, sometimes the sky is falling and, you know, my therapist helps me with that as well. But then I just be like, yeah, let's talk about this or my real dad this or my way I feel about this or the fact that I got man boobs and the Internet, whatever the case is. And sometimes we just chop it up and I feel good. And I want you to have that same experience. So I want you to know that BetterHelp is a customized online therapy that offers video, phone, even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp Online Therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And coming to the stage, listeners will get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash stage. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash stage. All right? Go get some help. Get some BetterHelp. And now back to the show. So before you... Um succeeded you had to post one video mm-hmm. 2009 you post your first YouTube video yep. and you're not even talking in it that was terrible what? it
1: was it's just like who would we even I was just like what and my best friend told me it was terrible she's like why would I want to watch a video where I'm reading stuff I'm like okay well closed captions are a thing but sure fine I'll talk a little bit it's cool do I have to do this She's like, yes. I was like, fine. (laughs) I was not into it.
0: Oh, what made you decide to 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 try it? Because this is OG YouTube. This is nobody is making a living off of this. This Mm -hmm. is like the very beginning of YouTube as a site. No careers are being made. What did did you see anything there? Or you're just like
1: bored. (laughs) (laughs) Bored. Miserable and bored. Miserable, honey. Because I was living in Hawaii at the time. I was married. So I had like no, I was looking for like that social interaction. Like I just was like, I'm just like. Thirsty for something. Yeah. So it was more like boredom. But then also, I had the same reason why I create content now is very much what drove me to do it back then. And that I started realizing like the people that I'll be watching do makeup tutorials don't really look like me. So maybe I should just show, you know, like kind of show people like yes. how I do it. Cause I wasn't really like if you found somebody that looked like you, you'd have to either be really SEO search savvy mm-hmm. or you were like tough luck, right? So I started realizing, like, well, there's not like a lot of people who are like doing makeup like how I like to do it. Cause I, and I was like, back then, whenever you would talk about beauty on darker complexions,
0: mm-hmm.
1: not that I think this will age me, but in the comments, let me know if y'all know what I'm talking about. 10, 15 years ago, <laughs> glam on black women was like not a thing. Right. It was always like, let me not be mean, but like, they would, I feel like they would always make you look like, a hippie or something like when it came to makeup like it was always like really minimal they would always try to tell you well you don't need makeup you don't Mm -hmm. need makeup and i feel like they would say that because they didn't know how to do it so whenever you saw a black woman in like beauty or in um an ad campaign it was always like she like they barely did anything to her Mm. so you know this (laughs) is the rise of like when mac was like really really at its peak right and if you work for mac or if you were a mac stan like i was you know that mac Look, that Mac makeup girl has a Mac look. Yeah. So this is right around the time that look started to get popular: super sculpted brows, heavy makeup, a, a nude lip, all of the stuff that like never re- was really celebrated in media because you know black women don't need makeup or whatever. Shut up. You're just saying like you don't have my colors. Okay, whatever. <laughs> so that was when I was like, oh, like nobody on YouTube does this. Like yeah. I want. I, where, where's the glam? Like where's the people who are packing on three layers of powder, <laughs> please? <laughs> Where's my tribe? I just want to look unrecognizable, please. (laughs) Not literally, but like... No, no, I'm not. And I'm not saying that, like, minimal makeup is bad at all. I think it's beautiful, but I don't know. Sometimes it's like, switch it up. It's almost like sometimes when you see in campaigns, when you notice how a non-black woman's hair is styled versus... It's like they don't even touch the hair. They just leave it it as is. They don't put any effort into it. They don't even try. That's mm-hmm. how I felt makeup kind of was 10 years ago. It's like yeah. they didn't even try. So I'm glad that, like, as it started to get more and more popular, mm-hmm. we started to see, like, it's okay to, like, like black women want to put extra time and effort in how they look too. Absolutely.
0: You know? What does it feel like? Because I know my wife, the reason I know about you is because she was going through that, mm-hmm. uh, wanting to be learn makeup and how to do it, and she's, she's dark-skinned. And she was like, "Um, there's a person who looks like me, who is fun, who is good. And she just watched your video. So that's why I heard your voice before I even knew who you were, you know. But what does it feel like to be like almost like a godmother of a whole like division of YouTube? That is a huge part. Like, I mean, you've launched brands and things like that. But you've taught people how to do makeup that are teaching their daughters how to do makeup.
1: Well, I mean, that's what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes people will say, someone so copied your look, da 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 Another creator copied your look. And I'm like, that's kind of the point, guys. <laughs> like, it's okay. Like, I- I'm showing you guys, like, how to do, like, yeah. that's kind of the point. It's fine. I don't have to get credit for everything. It's nice, but it's not really, like, that's not the hill I'm willing to die on. Like, right. I want people to learn how to,
0: that's interesting. BS,
1: like, you know what I mean? They copied like, you. Great. Yeah. That's, well, like, that's
0: why that's, I made the video. I, okay, I want to so show she, you how to do a smokey eye. So
1: she liked the look. <laughs> right, right. So you took some notes. Right. Great. was <laughs> the point. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so let's talk about MAC a little bit because you, yeah. you were talking about MAC at their height, and I remember this mm. time, and you were actually oh, working with you were at, in the trenches too? I, I mean, I was just aware. Yeah. I mean, it was like MAC was the first store in the mall that my wife went to. Yeah. And, and the, the the makeup artist there, you would go there for prom. They would go to the mall to get their makeup done.
1: And a Saturday at a max, good luck. (laughs) It was like a Starbucks. A Saturday at a max store, because then I ended up eventually working there. Yeah, It was intense.
0: Yeah. What was that experience like?
1: (sighs) (laughs) I have a love hates. (laughs) Not because of the company, but mainly like. The experience there, because it was the timing mm-hmm. that I was working there. Um, it was a time where I wasn't really happy in my home life. Got it. And I had a really hard time integrating as, like, the only black girl that worked there. Yeah. So that was, like, a whole different thing. Yeah, yeah. But overall, I mean, it definitely taught me um, a lot about, like, retail, a lot more about retail. I already had a retail background going in. And just, like, kind of betting on myself. Like, yeah. I've never done that.
0: You've done that now.
1: Yeah, but I had a little bit more practice. Yeah. But at that time <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, Should I just go for it? Like, just go for it, you know? Yeah. And I mean, that's crazy. Like, it's so interesting to
0: see you now and to think at some point you were just like, Man, I don't know. Should I do oh, this? Oh yeah. And you like you had to like jump out there. Yeah. And as you really know,
1: indecisive. Yeah. When and I was it took younger.
0: five years before you were making money. Like mm-hmm. how did you push through like, Okay, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this? I mean obviously you probably don't know that you'll become Jackie Ina like mogul but were you even thinking like that or you're just like I want to keep doing this
1: yes and no to answer your question was I thinking about it yes and no at the time I was thinking more like short term like I just I just don't know what's going on with everything else in life Mm -hmm. but I've already put in like half a decade into being a YouTuber like what am I going to do with this now you know what I mean like I had to start looking at like all of the effort I had put into it up until then. Mm -hmm. So it was just like, it can't just be for nothing. You know, it can't just be something that I, I, you know, pack up and then that's it. Like, okay, then what? And I know I didn't want to stay in the military. And I know I didn't want to pursue, like, going back to college, college, because I kept trying. I went back at one point to like, do like x-ray tech like my mom, and I was like, the same for me. (laughs) And then I dropped out of, way, way, way before then, I dropped out of college, Mm because I was like, the same for me. (laughs) <laughs> and then we and then I ran out of uh tuition. I wasn't like yeah. uh, there was just a lot. It was like a bunch of like circumstantial things that were happening. It wasn't mm-hmm. like I was like, Okay, I am so confident that I'm gonna be the next It was no, it was no. just like, All right, well, that ship sailed. So you know what? You've already put five years in this. You gotta do something about it. I just love Just do that. something about it now.
0: I love that it because a lot of times I think as people we think it's this bright light and, no. and you were just like no. I don't all. wanna have to feel like I wasted five years. Yeah. So let me just go and see what the end gonna be. Exactly. Because that's better than feeling like I wasted my time.
1: And I feel like if I didn't actually do that, I would have regretted it. Yeah. If I didn't actually put one hundred because I knew in those five years I wasn't giving it hundred percent. It was just kind of there mm-hmm. and it was a hobby. And I knew that if I didn't at some point at least try to pursue it full time giving it my all, I really would have I really felt like I would have regretted it. Mm. And
0: you pushed. And I pushed. So did you have one moment or one season of life where you're like, hold up now. This is, this is like my life. Like, this is my career. Like, what was that feeling like when you realized, oh my gosh, it's, it's working. Like something that didn't exist as a job Mm -hmm. when you were in high school is now like not only a job, but it's, it's a career and it's lucrative. What did that Mm -hmm. feel like?
1: It is nice to be able to use things like auto pay. (laughs) I can write a check and not check my balance first to make sure it don't bounce. Uh, I don't have to ask my parents for money.
0: Right. Simple
1: things. It's like the little things. Mm -hmm. Like T-Mobile, I got it. You can set up that auto pay. We good. We good. Steady influx of cash. We good. You good. You got it. You got it. (laughs) That's the most relatable thing. You good. Why are you sweating me? You know the money's there. Why are you sweating me for the money is there, the check cleared. That for me was like, wow, like that was like a luxury to me.
0: Really? Being able
1: to automate stuff like that. I could never, could ne- what? Could never do that before.
0: Trust me. I remember large, large years of my life. You can't take that out. The twenty-eighth of every month, I don't know what the twenty-seventh might
1: be. Just slow down.
0: You just gonna trust so that that's gonna slow be in down. There? <laughs> yes. I don't care if it's eleven dollars. I might not have that at that. Let me move some things around. Can I eat? Can
1: I eat? Like, was well, gonna go to Trader Joe's So right. you started <laughs> sweating me. Zam just wanted to buy some cabbage. Gosh.
0: So, what was it like as your audience grew and your influence grew? Was there anything that you weren't prepared for that you were just like, huh? Mm. You know, this is this is unexpected.
1: You know what? I feel like. And this is stuff that I've been talking about recently in the video we talked about earlier. I think it's, like, it's not really, like, negativity of being an influencer. It's, like, the different, more personalized stuff. Like, I wasn't prepared for people to, like, make comments about family. It's like, come on, y'all. Family is off-limits. They don't, like, why do we have to be weird? I think it was that, like, that kind of stuff or... Um, and I'm, I make this, I'm very, very vocal with my audience. So like, right, I tell right. people, I don't like that. You can't be talking to me like that. Right. And they're like, okay, got it. We're good. Yeah. They, they don't take it personally for right. the most part. But I don't like when people like, because I don't put myself out there like that. Mm-hmm. So when, you know, like me and Dennis started to get more serious, they started mm-hmm. to see more of him. It became like, when are you guys going to have kids? When I wasn't, ex- it was like, we are just here for makeup why are you talk? why are you talking about my womb child like, <laughs> we was just talking about makeup we was just talking about <laughs> lashes and now you asking me when i'm going to be with child this is very uncomfortable for me yeah. because i feel like if i don't volunteer it like why are you asking me about it you know mm-hmm. what i mean so that was something that i was just like whoa i always thought the influencers who put that stuff out there got those types of questions got it and you realize so, they, they come regardless they come regardless whether mm. you allow them or not and that is something that i struggle with a lot is people like stepping over the very visible boundary yeah that i create about certain topics
0: because i think um you probably more than even honestly i i envy you uh i mean i could have done it now but i feel like it's too late but you'll be like this is my life don't talk about it leave don't, it, don't, just like, leave it alone, like, just, it's okay,
1: like, we can talk about everything else, right. you wanna go shoe shopping, it's fine, <laughs> we can talk about everything else, let me just have my little corner yeah. of peace, you feel yeah. me, but I've always been like that, mm-hmm. I've all. I've literally always been like that, my, me and my sister were joking the other day, and <laughs> she said, speaking of kids, but she literally was like, you probably wouldn't even tell me you had a kid until they were in college. <laughs> So like if people if my own family members get it like why would anybody think I'd be an open book online? Yeah, like, I don't t- I don't talk to everybody about everything and like that's okay. Like it's not. But I think some people are so used to like content creators like oversharing that they yeah. think it's weird. Yeah. Like sometimes people will ask me like why don't you talk about that? And I'm like, what do you mean why? I don't want to.
0: <laughs> Simple. What do you as mean? There's there's
1: no explanation <laughs> required. I don't want to. Like, why haven't you posted about your um, wedding planning? Why would I like why? I don't
0: <laughs> I think that's a part that I'm confused you, like you've we, we you know we as creators part of our you know personality you invite people in and right and then sometimes people feel like oh we know you so like we are friends yeah and you'd be like but we are not
1: but there's like even with <laughs> even with this is the thing this is why it's like kind of conflicting because even with like the people that you know in real life and you can be friendly with them mm-hmm. but there's still going to be boundaries right like yeah. colleagues coworkers they're not going to know every part of your life and that's okay but we can still banter and we can still talk about like there's definitely times where online where i'm vulnerable i share personal things yeah. i want to be able to do that but it comes at my terms and it's not right. it's not to my detriment you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it has to be on my terms and when i'm comfortable cuz sometimes people will say you know I would love for you to talk about what happened in your marriage. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm just not, you know, they'll, they'll say things like, um, and I don't think they mean anything by it, but Yeah. they'll say things like, you know, I'm curious to know, I'm curious to know. And it's like, well, I don't share things to pique people's curiosity. Like I mm-hmm. share things if it's relevant to the conversation or if I'm comfortable, but mm-hmm. you know, like that's, Oh, that's whole. That's cold tea. We ain't got to talk about. Right. I don't. I don't have to re-ignite trauma. You know what I mean? So yeah. I don't know. It's just like it's 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 always meant to be on my terms.
0: I love that. I honestly have had to kind of like redraw some of my own lines, and I'd be looking at you and I'd be like, man, Jackie can do it. So can me, Kevin.
1: I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> Why not? And it's and it's also never too late. Like, just because maybe you've. Like, I don't know if this is the case with you, but you know, you said like it's a little bit too late for you. Well, I I have,
0: especially like with my Patreon audience, and I think that they're watching live Hello Sage Crew. I think what they have uh, allowed me to remember that even if you used to do it, you can come back and be like, I don't, I know y'all might be used to this, but I'm gonna pull that in and you know, I'm gonna pull my stuff in a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Because now I used to share everywhere I went on vacation. Now I'd be like, you know, sometimes people use that against you and stuff. So sometimes, I mean, if I feel like I do it, I do it, but sometimes i would be going and doing stuff and you'll never know I was there unless somebody else, you know, is there with me and shares it. Or, yeah. But yeah, but other than that, I used to feel like I had to give them all of my life. Mm. And sometimes you when your life is used against you, then you're like, oh, snap.
1: That's what it is. And that's what I tell. That's what I try to share. That's what I, the context that I try to give to my audience mm-hmm. is that it's not that I'm just like this prude who doesn't like letting people in. It's just that, unfortunately, the internet has showed me what happens when you give them too much access. Yeah. And so I'm responding to that by being a bit more reclusive and mm-hmm. being a bit more, you know, private about certain things. Not because I don't want people like, oh, of course, duh. Like You're I right. want to show people like everything. Yeah. Especially because me, you guys know my personality. Like when I like stuff, I want everybody to know about it. I won't <laughs> shut up about it. Right. But you just can't. You can't because again, it'll be used against you and. Who the hell wants that? It's annoying. Listen,
0: once that is happening, you're, you almost like, it's like you go into protection mode. You feel small. Yeah. You're like, oh my gosh, this is, this was I done gave y'all everything. Y'all took the stuff that wasn't supposed to be for y'all. I know. And you turn that into videos. I don't, why you make videos about me? It ain't nothing but, what? I, and then you'd be like, well, never mind. Yeah. Uh, next Literally. Time, next time I won't, I won't do that. I know better. Uh, you know, so. Want to take a quick break from the show and tell you about Blue Chew, where you can take a quick break from life and get some premium pumps in. Get a quickie in with Blue Chew. You ain't got to wait all day. Listen, this year, guys, it's time to get off the couch and get back to the bedroom. Blue Chew can help. We know that confidence can take you far in life. When you feel confident, you're at your best, especially when it comes time to step up to the plate and hit a home run. Maybe even a grand slam. Mm, mm, mm. That's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable, tablet, and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever opportunity arises. Grrr! Today, I'm kind of tired. I worked out. Uh, I hiked for four and a half miles. And, you know, me and my wife, things are looking good. Been walking by, been grazing her booty. She hasn't said Stop. So I'm setting up for later, but I need a little help tonight because I'm a little tired. Look at my eyes. I sleep boy, KevKev. Kev. So I'm going to pop me a Blue Chew about a little bit before time. We're going to take a shower and by the time the water gets warm, so will my peen. Alright? Now listen, you, you can build, if you can benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, Blue Chew can help. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code STAGE at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com. Promo code STAGE to receive your first month free visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information and we thank bluechew for sponsoring the podcast and now back to the show but that actually you brought me to another question Mm -hmm. what's something about you that that is often misunderstood
1: Hmm. well there's a lot (laughs) but (laughs) um to be honest with you at this point nothing worth defending Stand ten toes in it, Jackie. Because at this point, like, if you don't know what time it is, that's your own problem, not mine.
0: That's ten toes down right there. Like,
1: I'm sorry, but, like, I've been laying the groundwork. This is now year 12. So I feel like I've proven myself. Mm -hmm. And at this point, like, if you're not, if if it doesn't click for you, then it never will. And that's okay because I'm not for everybody. I love that. But also, like, in... Hermes Birkin. They're not for everybody either.
0: Come on. I didn't even and know Hermes made Birkins. That's how you... Mm. I don't know stuff. <laughs> I thought there was two different people.
1: That's <laughs> one That's one group. Well, technically <laughs> they are. Technically they are. Jane Birkin. Oh. A model. Really? She was a model. I think she was a singer. Sorry. I think she was a singer. Mm. Hermes is the brand.
0: Got it. I know Hermes makes uh horse bridles that are luxury. Because Beyonce? It's like horse um, bridles. Yeah, like you know stuff that you ride horses with, and you. Oh yeah, yeah, ride and, they make, and stuff. They make equestrian yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. They and Beyonce do. Ha- was wearing it. I didn't even know. Drip, honey. Drip. When the horse is in Hermes, I said, well, I didn't even know y'all back. did that. The horse was <laughs> like, boy, What you think this is? <laughs> I'm Beyonce's horse. <laughs> do you think I'm finna be in Target, Goodfellow <laughs> horse stuff? It's Hermes boy, I'm dead. <laughs> billion dollar horse. You better I ask know. about me. So let's Those move movies. forward to Forever Mood, My right? My favorite thing in the world. I, when you were like pre-announcing, right? You were like, hey, I'm going to be doing something. Mm-hmm. Me and Melissa were like betting. Uh, Everybody fashion, was. Everybody a uh, Jewelry. Was. You know what I mean? Because I knew you were taking a, a pivot. I knew it was mm-hmm. going to be, it was. you had done palettes, you've done that. Like yes. I was like, Jackie's, she's taking a pivot yes. somewhere. When you announced Forever, cause I was on the uh, pre-list. I signed up for the emails.
1: That was crazy. I'm
0: on the subscription list. But what was you your... You are m- on the
1: Candle Club. What? Um, Can you, like, let me gift you stuff, please?
0: Candle? Yes, I will take some okay, gifts. Cool. But I'm going to stay on the Candle Club. Did you get
1: sweater weather yet? I
0: got everything. Everything comes quarterly. I open it up. It's in my office. I be I be burning four at a time. I like to mix them. That's em. A real support. When you mix them, it's point. like a new smell. That's the, that's the point. Especially during the hot... Last Christmas... Oh, honey... Like Jackie, something. we about burned the house down. <laughs> forever. We had them things going <laughs> now, back don't and do back that. and back. Don't do that. But it's going to be a great smelling fire.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, what? They were like, <gasps> by chance, have you, uh, a <laughs> mood?
0: So what is the, like, what made you take the business? Because it's, it's an investment first, yeah, right? So what wow. made you decide, I'm going to go into this arena?
1: So it didn't really feel, okay, so publicly, yeah, like outward facing it feels like a pivot Mm -hmm. but for me it doesn't because I've always loved candles Mm. people know that I always love candles Mm -hmm. and so I think that for me what makes me excited about starting a business is like if I know that I'm filling a void then that's what that's what gets me out of bed is like doing something that nobody else is doing right Mm -hmm. so every candle lover knows that candles are expensive it's a bit of a luxury right Mm -hmm. but I also felt like well, does it have to be that expensive. You know what I mean? In order for it to be like a really good substantial candle, I don't feel like I have to spend $200. Right. Blank, blank, and right. Period. Because the way that I burn stuff, that's going to be gone in a week. <laughs> so I'm thinking like, how can we bring this down a little bit without bringing it down so low that it looks and feels mass produced, right? Mm-hmm, Nothing mm-hmm. wrong with mass produced either because I love, you know, I'm not going to name drop, but <laughs> the people that are like, Jackie's too bougie for so and so, I'm like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> I am not. A product is a product, honey. But I wanted something that was like in the middle. And I felt like there was no like current on trend candle brand that appealed to people who look like me. Because I feel like, and you probably know this, and I'm sure Melissa Wifey probably knows mm-hmm. this too. But, and all of you guys in the comments, a lot of times wellness, right now more than ever, wellness, black women are hardly ever centered in conversations about wellness. They always talking about save the election. How about. <laughs> Can I just do a face mask? Like, they always talk about black women are going to save the world. Not this one. What the hell you want me to do about that? I'm out of solutions for you, sweetie. I can barely save my own life. I'm hanging on by a thread. Like, what the hell am I supposed to do for you? So I felt like, you know what? We just need to tone it down. And start teaching the girls how to relax and unwind and unplug because y'all always talking about black women superheroes. No. <laughs> Am I lying though? No, you I not only they you're not nice, so about, true. No, because they're always talking about what black women are gonna do, black women are gonna fix, black women, how about you you fix it?
0: I the, the reason I'm laughing so hard is the visual of them be like, come out and march no, they, and Jackie's that's like how they, that's I just how put they the mask on. I just I've smoothed it out. I like, got don't a we have can of gold. I, I, I got a bubble bath cord. Aren't you aren't
1: you are, are not you for y'all. 1st of all? Are you vaccinated? That's the first <laughs> thing. Before you call me, are you vaccinated? Third of all, what the hell are you gonna do? <laughs> and it'd be like grown men talking about what black American What are you gonna do, sir? <laughs> why are you looking for me for i'm barely managing my own life oh my God. yeah i just really felt like there's just not enough conversation yeah. like i don't know at first to me it just kind of started as like a conversation like how can we just make like people feel good mm-hmm. and it's obviously not a black woman exclusive no brand, i get it. but i yeah. just wanted black women to be like forward facing like outward facing i wanted the visuals to represent people who like look like me so that's yeah. like the overlying message but it really is just like about feeling good. That's why it's called forever mood. It's a vibe. It's a mood. It's an aesthetic, you know? Yeah.
0: And I love the names of the candles. The
1: names are the best part.
0: That I that is a that is the quintessential Jackie touch. It is, it is.
1: It I is. feel like
0: that's even if they gave somebody the same idea, that
1: part I know.
0: That's Jackie. They're that, meant to
1: be funny. That's uh, the thing. Like everything is either super bougie, like mm, having yeah. my caviar in my candles. <laughs> or it's like Okay, let me right. not. Because people are, you know, like.
0: Right. Just, and you're right in the middle. I'm, like, right in the middle. Yeah. There's, it's,
1: it's, like, right in the middle. It's a little bit more trendy. It's a little bit more fun. It's flirty. Mm-hmm. It's funny. A little hood. A little bit hood. <laughs> pretty to look at. Yeah. Aesthetically Great pleasing. packaging. Matches the decor of your home. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want something, like, fun and yeah. flirty and pretty.
0: What was it like to, to start that business, have success with your own audience directly, mm-hmm. and then within no time, it felt like in, in Sephora.
1: Yeah, it did. It did feel relatively pretty fast because we launched last August, twenty twenty. Wow. And then, because yeah, because it was a birthday launch. Sephora hit. No, okay. Sephora has been. They've been <laughs> eating. They've been. They've been trying to do something for years. They've really? Been trying, yes. So when we told them that we were launching the candle brand. They were like, "Okay, come on, let's 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 get it. Let's, let's see. Mm. Let's see." Then, but we we actually launched first, and then they came back to us, and they were like, "We ready? when You are? Like, let's do it. Let's do it.
0: Really? Let's
1: do it." But then we were like, "We have like five employees. Like, we, we, we we're do? Like, we just launched. Like, pump the brakes because it's a lot. Like, so yeah. for you get into a retailer, they're ordering like tens of thousands of product. Yeah, because they wanted it in all their stores in the U.S. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. in Canada." So we were like, okay, well, we're not quite ready yet because we still do operate as at a small business. Also, misconception: I don't make any money for my brand right now. It all goes back into the brand. So Jackie, I cannot, let's pause right here. I cannot quit my day job just yet. It's year two in operation. So, because a lot of people think like, oh, you got the success, and da da da. I can't quit my day job. Wow. <laughs> we just started. Like we just got started.
0: And that's a that's the thing about businesses. Good business. Even if it's going well, mm. you got to take that and reinvest yeah, it.
1: we re, we reinvest to
0: scale. Because you reinvest. got a warehouse, you got mm-hmm. employees, you got product, got candle wax, wicks. Yeah, you know, you you're, you're introducing new candles. Like, yep. I ain't gonna hold you. I was like, who Jackie probably doing okay.
1: No, you know what? And this is another misconception. I am the co-founder of Forever Mood. A lot of times, because I'm the face of the brand, mm-hmm. so I don't mind it. Dennis, my fiance, likes being behind the scenes. When I tell you I didn't lift a finger to start this brand, I said that's what I want. And he did it. Really? He did it. Dennis is found my Found the factory, found the suppliers, did everything all the way down to, like, who was going to manage the website, who was going to manufacture, who was going to ship, who was going to package, where the packaging was going to come from, how to get the packaging at the cheapest price. We're still working on that one. Right. <laughs> but he did everything. We are a co-founder teamwork in the truest sense of the word. He don't really ask for credit, though, because he doesn't really care. But, like, I think people think that I'm literally the one packing the camera right. and I'm not
0: well, from your other comments about the election, <laughs> nothing about you saying, I'm about to put this in here and throw that frilly <laughs> well, no, stuff in
1: there. Like, I've done it before, You just to say that I've tried it, but yeah, he's... Cause I want to I I say I did it. I want to try it out. But, like, we have a team. We have a manufacturing partner, all of which, Dennis, our co-founder, works extremely yeah. hard to maintain, because that's not, it's not as easy as it looks. People think... On social media, people think so. entrepreneurship looks yeah. easy. It's not. I wish people knew how hard it was. Like, it's not as easy. It's just like, I want to get into that. I'll do it. Right.
0: Like,
1: that stuff costs money. Who is your audience? Is your audience going to be into that? hmm Do you have enough ideas to sustain that brand for years and years and years? And, or is it just a one-off idea? Right. Is that one-off idea a collab? Or is it a brand? Yeah. There's a difference. So you had to answer all these
0: questions prior to doing it. You have
1: to answer all those. And mind you, this is coming from somebody who's never had a brand before. Right. But I just had to like be like, well, I mean, after the first launch, then what? Like Mm -hmm. you have to figure that out. Because if you just go off of like temporary hype, and I was vlogging about this earlier today. um, Because sometimes like I I joke about this with my followers too. But like every time I say I like somebody or every time I say I like something, they'd be like start your own i would be like girl if y'all don't y'all know i'm not martha stewart right it ain't that easy Right. i don't want I, sometimes i was want to buy cute stuff right i don't want to start my own version of it that's a lot of you work just need socks, and man. i just need new leggings <laughs> I, I don't want my own not right now maybe 10 years i don't know i, don't
0: I love one. that you're not everything i don't want to do the heavy lift on everything i don't
1: because it is a lot of heavy lifting <laughs> especially when you do it yourself because we self-funded our brand so no investors
0: no investors wow not man when we say
1: black on we mean black AF owned. <laughs> that's black amazing owned in the truest sense of the world that's, that's in, the, in the truest sense of the word
0: that's amazing so before we close I got two more things I want to talk to you about yes let's do it one lavishly jacking yes tell me about lavishly jackie and the white sheets and the luxury experience
1: unleash your inner bougie <laughs> <laughs> with lavishly jacking i started um a separate platform called lavishly because it was kind of a way to like embrace the newness of of success because mm-hmm. it's still relatively new for me and i think a lot of people don't know that and when you've been on social media for so long people are not always open to change right so and we were talking about this in my most recent video yeah about how a lot of times black women, they become successful, they're perceived as like unrelatable and this and this and that. And there's so many stigmas that come with that. So I was like, how can I unleash my inner bougie without turning off my audience completely? Because I know there's an audience, I know there's an audience Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. who likes Egyptian cotton sheep. (laughs) And Chanel unboxings. Where they at? I know they're out there. They may be a little timid on the Jackie Ina platform because that's not what we're giving. On Jackie Aina, we're kind of giving high and low. We're doing a little bit of everything, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like you don't want to scare your audience. So this is another, for anybody listening that is a content creator, this is how you decide whether to separate your platforms and you have new ideas and stuff or whether to include it all in one. I decided to separate and create lavishly because I also wanted to let people in on things that I like outside of beauty. Mm-hmm. So I wanted it to be like lifestyle, home decor, mm-hmm. fragrance, yeah. stuff like that. Like everything that doesn't pertain to beauty, makeup, and fashion lives on Lavishy Jackie. And it's so much fun because people are like, oh my God, like I've been waiting for this type of content from you. Yeah. And I'm excited to create content again because makeup, it's like, I mean, there's only so much you can talk about when it comes to makeup and beauty. Mm-hmm. It gets like, okay, this yeah. feels a little redundant now. Have you guys like... Checking in, guys. Are we still learning? Right. You want another contour tutorial? Like, no, we get it. We know how to do that now. What's next? I'm like, I don't know what's next. We've already done everything. It's been 12 years. I'm sorry. I'm just trying. I'm trying. Like, I don't know what else to do. Right. I mean, there's only so many techniques I can teach. Right.
0: Yeah. It's
1: like passing the torch on to the next wave. Yeah.
0: And I love that some content can be aspirational.
1: It can be aspirational, but also it doesn't have to be like thought provoking, too. Sometimes no thoughts. (laughs) Empty head, no, just vibes, just no thoughts.
0: Listen, you're being funny, but low key, you know TikTok will just serve you stuff. I know. I, I spent the other day on tour. I couldn't sleep. TikTok Why? served. I don't know. I was just up. Melissa oh. was asleep and TikTok served me. Uh, it's called horse ferrying, and the guy he basically gives manicures to horses. He takes their horseshoes off cleans their hooves. Oh, hooks.
1: I saw. Wait, you tweeted that. Yes. I Jackie, was watching that too. I was confused.
0: Two hours. I was mesmerized.
1: Wow. I said, man, they don't hurt the horse. Yet. I was thinking that too because they like scrape. They
0: scrape. Then- it's basically like cutting the toenails off. And sometimes you just want to zone out. You just
1: want to zone out and, and see pretty stuff. And
0: see pretty stuff. It's fine. I, when you go and make your bed, I'll be like, them sheets is
1: white. I know. I like that. I got, I got a hack for that too. <laughs> I'll I, I watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like it's just fun. Like It's
0: just fun. It yeah. doesn't Oh, you don't have to oh, I love you don't have to always say the world doesn't have exactly. to be a think piece. Yeah. I just want to see a nice bedroom, and yeah. be like, "That is
1: nice." And there may be a little message in there sometimes, yeah. you know, because I like to do the voiceover. It's chill. soothing. Yeah, it's like it's just aesthetic, relaxing. You yeah. know,
0: there's a creator on TikTok. His name is Old Time Hockey. He's a white dude from Canada, mm-hmm. and he just loves old timey stuff. He has mm-hmm. like an old TV, he watch old movies. He'll make oh, Mac I Ryan love sheets. that. I'd be love just that. he's That's watching cool. Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> In a little cabin. Come
1: on, vintage. I mean, it's just vintage. <laughs> Take but it back.
0: Sometimes your mind just, you just, you know that like 10 minutes before you, when you get home, before you go in the house? Yeah. You just want to be like, because I know when I go, I got to feed the dog. I got to do the that dishes. Too. That's sometimes all you need is 10 minutes of just, I know. Hmm, okay, now let me go on. And you're creating that. I'm trying okay. Before we close, I have uh, one last question before, okay. before 10 more questions. Oh. <laughs> A recent tweet, you said, have you ever been really proud of something? Yes. What's something that you're really proud of?
1: Uh, something that I'm really proud of? Honestly, I got to say for my sanity. Because, like, I put up with a lot mm-hmm. that I shouldn't have to. Mm-hmm. And I think people don't realize how much uh, mental and emotional work it takes yeah. to just keep going. Saw that. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Going to keep going. I heard that. <laughs> fine i'm gonna keep going i'm great i'm proud of that like yeah, absolutely that takes a conscious effort and it's not easy
0: i love that okay yeah. last 10 these are very quick kev's top 10 are these like a fire these like, are fire a, off okay, yeah fire. Okay. yeah okay. we ask every guest these 10 questions all we ask is for your honesty first what's who's your favorite person me okay
1: <laughs> dennis you too i love you sorry I am so why, why shouldn't I be you should be
0: what's one of your happiest moments
1: uh, working with Naomi
0: oh. Campbell
1: <laughs> <laughs> no I love her no I literally live for her like I, I love her that
0: the, the the memes that you created from that it was great and I love you didn't I just saw it I was like <gasps>
1: I know because cool, I can talk about it I know until it came out but you see
0: that thumbnail
1: yeah was, you're like was hold on it was good yeah she's sweet I love her
0: Amazing. You deserve to be there. Thank you. What's one of your saddest moments?
1: Mm, wouldn't tell ya that, Publicly. Because you know what? You're going to use my trauma against me.
0: And that now, might have never, lined up with this whole interview more I than anything.
1: never let people see me sweat. Saddest moment was I tried to buy these mock and mock shoes and they were out of stock. <laughs> I was devastated. <laughs> the trauma. The trauma. <laughs> never again. I will check sacks. I will... Be there on pre-order day. That was that was pretty devastating, traumatizing. It was traumatizing.
0: traumatizing. Grits, sugar, <laughs> or salt <laughs> pepper.
1: <laughs>
0: don't tell me you don't like grits. Jackie. I don't like grits. I knew it.
1: I knew you were going to say. It's actually like one of my least favorite foods really <laughs> it's a texture thing oh yeah it's like the mushy like the
0: yes my son don't like grits I and i i eye. i, I, I give
1: everything a chance to try okay but i don't like anything to be fair i don't like anything fair like at all as long as you don't like very salt. picky it's
0: okay if you don't like showy. but if
1: i did like grits i'm not gonna lie i would and i'm gonna lick you dead and i'm gonna tell you i would choose salt because i'm a salty girl over sweet so that's the. Just, why could you just leave leave it when you didn't like them? Because I don't like sweet. Dennis would say sugar. Oh, well, there we would go. Say sugar. So
0: that's good. Well, will I'll tell you. It, accept that I'll answer. on my it. Okay, thank you. I will. I'm gonna text him after this. <laughs> <laughs> sweet potato pie or pumpkin pie?
1: Ah, hate pie. <laughs> I hate
0: pie. You hate pie. Who hates pie? There's so many different types. <laughs> I can't stand by. I know how people like. I don't like hot fruit, but there's there's there's
1: hot fruit. What's what the hell does that even mean? Like hot, you know, apple pie is no. hot, it's hot fruit. Oh, yeah, huh? That's true. My wife hates hot fruit. I don't fruit. eat nothing like that. No n- pies. No. Mm-mm. No. Key lime? No, absolutely not. No. Really? Mm-mm. Can't do okay. it. Mushy. Mushy. It's mushy. No, I guess. Meringue? Is- no. No. I get it. no cheesecake. No, che-
0: I don't like cheesecake either.
1: Okay. Overrated. Overrated. So- Overrated. Wait, so is cheesecake a cake or a pie? Me and my stylist were talking about this. Oh, is it a cake or a pie? Okay,
0: so to me, I. I'd have to go with choose wisely. Like, uh
1: I think a pie. I think it's a pie because it doesn't have a crust. Yeah, it has a crust. It has a crust. Even and I know not know cakes that. don't have crust. Cakes don't have a bottom layer of crust. Unless you burnt it. <laughs> 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 then then might need to stick to makeup, sweetie. Oh, <laughs> like me. <God. laughs> don't quit your day job. <laughs> You're burning a cake, girl. Come on. If you can burn a cake, I can at least make a cake, girl. Oh.
0: Anita Shut Baker up. or Patty LaBelle.
1: Oh my god, how could you do that? Everybody's
0: been choosing. They don't even think about it.
1: They don't even think about they it. They don't
0: feel no way about it. I was like,
1: huh. is there a, po- a more popular answer? No. Okay. So, no, I can't do that. <laughs> that's like a crime against humanity. No, they're both like aunties. I you can't can do, do that. You
0: can do that. You can say no. I that can be honest.
1: No. Saying you, that's fine. That's fine. Terrible.
0: I, I'm sorry, Jackie. I'll never no, do it again. Never.
1: I can't do that. <laughs>
0: Favorite black saying?
1: (laughs) You got McDonald's money. (laughs) (laughs) No, you know what? I don't know why. Why did we, as a black society, stop saying, there go your cousin? Whenever somebody walked by, there go your cousin. For literally no reason. Literally. That's your boy. That's your boy. (laughs) Hey, go get your boy, (laughs)
0: Me and Melissa, that's one of our favorite <laughs> things. So there, there go your boy right there. there. Stop. Boy. That ain't my boy. That's your girl right there. That's so your wait, girl. can I tell you something? Can I tell you a
1: story? So we used to do that when we were kids. <laughs> we used to do this when we were kids. But my mom would be like, there go Jackie boyfriend. And one time my dad got so mad. He didn't get it. Because he's not from here. He didn't know. He was like, why you keep saying that? He got so mad. Oh, my he like, God. <laughs> we was just playing. <laughs> They said, there to Jackie, boyfriend, one too many times. He's like, why are you say, because it would always be like a not very, I
0: imagine. You no, know, like, that's the whole fun of the joke. Unpleasant
1: looking yeah. fella. And, you know, he'd be like, hey, why? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know we were joking. He, he didn't get the poor guy. He didn't get the joke. <laughs> that's what I'm telling you, like, uh, the whole, like, black American, like, he didn't get it. Like, he didn't know the. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That was funny. I'm sorry. Some of those, good. some of those, some of those language barrier moments were like the oh. true, like tear, like. And then sometimes you could not laugh, right? Because he would get mad. <laughs> so you would just have to leave. Like I just gotta go. I remember one time I got in trouble, and I was supposed to uh, get a little pop, but I one day I was just like run. So <laughs> I He went to go. Nigerians love a good slap, child. A human to go slap me, and I ran. And I don't know what spirit. I don't know if the spirit of my ancestors took over me, but somebody told me to run. I ran, and then he tripped, <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't laugh. But then he started laughing, so then I started laughing, and he tripped, ah, bad oh leg in the air. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm protecting. My ancestors protected protecting me. thats <laughs> <laughs> stop messing with a child of God. <laughs> my ancestors are protecting me from my ancestor. Your daddy. <laughs> He's a part of your that was funny. That was, that was oh, bad. Oh,
0: that's great. That visual with the leg up. Uh, no, it was a lie. You, was, you all the way out there. It
1: was a lie. I, oh. I, I tried to hold it in, but then he laughed. So I was like, okay, it's safe.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's safe. Okay, three more. What excites you?
1: mm There's like a lot of stuff that excites me. Okay, Mm, I like making people like laugh. I guess, yeah. We're gonna have a great time. I know, right?
0: (laughs) hilarious. Your your (laughs) captions are really funny. By the way, I have
1: like a roster of. I have a note. uh, Do you really? I do. Because I can't think of that stuff on the spot. So if you think of something funny, you gotta write it down.
0: Got it. Save it for later.
1: And the the less the caption corresponds to the picture, the better. Absolutely. Just say something stupid (laughs) that I'm like, what did I gotta? Be like. Speaking of Netflix, do y'all like my shoes? <laughs> like, what did that... Yeah. How does that correlate? But what about Netflix, back to the Netflix part? Like what, you're not wearing shoes in this picture, so what is... Like, people don't care. All
0: right. What bores you?
1: Ooh. Um You know what? I'm not going to lie. Like, people who are self-deprecating. Mm. When they're like, I'm so... Uh, I'm just like, <laughs> oh, shut up. Everybody is, okay? Shut up. We get it. We get it. Like... Stop. Oh. I'm killing the vibe. <laughs> I don't like when people put themselves down openly because I feel like sometimes they're fishing for like compliments. Mm-hmm. That really is just like, oh, fest. Really <laughs> <laughs> Got it. All right. Last one.
0: What do you want your legacy to be?
1: Ooh, I want my legacy to be that I made people who look like me feel amazing.
0: Oh, that's good. I feel like you're doing that.
1: And look amazing too. And A lot amazing. of y'all. Y'all are already doing that. I'm just adding to what's already there.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Jackie. Ina, please, if they don't know you from before this, please tell them where to find you.
1: At Jackie Ina everywhere. And on TikTok, Jackie Ina. Instagram, Jackie Ina. YouTube, Jackie Ina. Twitter, Jackie Ina. And on my other Instagram, if you're a little bit more bougie, like the finer things <laughs> in life, at lavishly Jackie.
0: There you go. please watch unedited versions of this podcast on the Kevin Stage Studio streaming service. Uh, You can also watch them on YouTube, Facebook. Listen wherever podcasts are found. We appreciate you, Jackie. Thank you so much for being so kind to grace us with your presence in studio. Thank you guys for watching. You are loved. Till next time. Peace.
1: Bye. Thank you, Kev. Thank you, Jackie. Amazing. (laughs) Thank you. Ah!